take us in, one of you. Hey, hey, it's the official podcast 286, I think. And today we're joined by special guest Charles White. Hey, hey guys, hey. it's an honor to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Make yourself Have your you... own special guest. <laughs> Have you heard of our show? What are you known for? Well, you may have heard of me from a little property called The Hunger Games. Uh, well, mm. I, I'm sure you know by now they're announcing a prequel coming up, a new series, and who knows, maybe old District 8 helper will rise again. Yeah, the are Charles really? White saga. I remember that. Mm -hmm. Hunger Games was known <laughs> as the original Squid Game, I think. <laughs> that's, only a, that's a joke that only anyone in the pre-show will get. Awesome. <laughs> yep, a, little, a nice little humdinger for them to enjoy All 90 of them, you're welcome I do it for you <laughs> So yeah, Charlie, where'd you, where'd you fucking go? You left us high and dry for two weeks, what happened? The people want answers I went to Texas, and both times you guys were recording Were times that we were literally driving to and from Texas So I genuinely couldn't join If you had chosen any other days chosen for the guests, I would have been fine. <laughs> it was the same time we record every single week, which, I by know. the way, was chosen by you. <laughs> we hey, were, we whoa, were whoa, doing whoa, Mondays whoa, and Tuesdays whoa, for a little bit there, and then you were like, no, I'd prefer Saturdays and Sundays at 12 p.m. EST. So then I scheduled all the guests for then, and then you're just gone. <laughs> and now here we are on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, how did that happen? Because of the Moist Esports Rocket League Regional, baby. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about your esports team, or do you want to talk about your Texas trip? you got to fill us in. Which one? You only get one, though. We'll do esports, because our team is fucking nuts. We got second in the regional yesterday for the RLCS. It was wild. I was surprised at how fun Rocket League is to watch. Like, I, I'm not much of an esports guy. Like, I don't typically like watching esports, and I think I've discovered the reason why. It's because most of the games with big esports, um, you know, uh, esports competitions, they're of games like League of Legends, which I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand the high-level plays. But even watching Rocket League, I could understand what was happening, which was really nice. So I think that was a really fun uh, thing to watch as someone who doesn't play the game. Yeah, it was super fun. Jackson even sense. hit me up saying that he wants to go to the London Major at the end of June. To watch the boys. Well, mm. I also just I want to go to London. Want to go to London, <laughs> yeah. But you're, you're mainly going for the boys. Yeah, yeah, really? that's it. What's in London? Uh, end of June is the Rocket next League Rocket League major. No, I yeah, meant for Jackson. Like, why do you want uh, to see London specifically? Well, Jackson's going to go to London. He's going to go to London and not even go to the Rocket League tournament. And be like, yeah, yeah, I'm excited, and just he'll be wandering the yeah, fucking streets, just spend the entire time at Buckingham Palace. Yeah, yeah, my heritage. Oh no. <laughs> I want to go see the Queen before she dies. I want to stand outside <laughs> Buckingham Palace and, and what will if they her try to re-enslave you though? <laughs> yeah, they just don't let me leave. <laughs> oh god. Oh, man. Yeah, what if you I've... get conscripted into one of those Muppets nutcracker uniforms? <laughs> and you have to guard the palace. I don't know. I I want to see more of the world. I've never been to the UK. I just want to see more of the world in general. <laughs> I feel That's so fair. restricted. I like that. Yeah, so that's why. Travel I, but, around. Yeah, uh, well, I've I was going to go traveling quite a bit until uh, COVID happened, and then we got locked down pretty hard, and the borders are only now just opening up. And I originally wanted to go to uh, Japan, which you talked about on the podcast before with Andrew. Um, but mm -hmm. Japan's borders aren't open yet either, 
So no, they're just not. Just gonna be I, waiting for that. I recently checked on that actually. Um, the current rumor is maybe in about two weeks they will reopen them based on some like elections that they're waiting to happen first. But yeah, I heard as, that as well. As of right now, they are closed. Why would elections so, matter? Uh, they don't want to open it up and have shit going down while they're trying to get reelected. Yeah, that's it's, it's all it's all about reelections all the time. Just open the country, let me in, yeah. and I'll vote for you. It's okay. Hey, I don't want to alarm you, Jackson. It's about science, but... Jackson. Politics <laughs> plays no part in it ever. Oh no, no, no! Of course I'm... not. It it's about safety. Yeah. I also really want to see Japan probably <gasps> next year. I've done enough Kai, flying this year. Come with us too. And then Charlie, are you going to go to London? Because you, you've got a crippling fear of upwards directions. I'm going to start flying, but a nine-hour flight to London's a rough one to start up again with, so I don't think I'll be going to London That's why all. he'll be starting the 17-hour flight to Japan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that one's a much easier one to, <laughs> yeah. to palate. He'll think of anime the whole time. It'll power him through it. Yeah, he'll just watch an entire series. In it? <laughs> Probably just like travel to Regional like maybe flights. Texas again. Yeah, instead. Texas the next... is a really easy flight. That'd be a good start. Yeah, it's only like three mm -hmm. hours. And the Rocket League World Championship is in Dallas. So if our team makes it, it's a really good opportunity for me to start flying. You know, I, I was in somewhat of the same position as you, Charlie, before the American trip. And I think that helped me the most going to America. It kind of got me over the fear of flying because it was a 20 eight hour flight all up multiple flights so i think i think it's like oh, exposure so therapy you just need to be in there for as long as possible and i think the only mm. scary parts really are the up and down parts like when when you're taking off and landing everything in between is just like cruising um so it with is, short flights the... with short flights like those regional flights you do that more often well you do it the same amount but it, like they're more compacted so you go up and down sooner most of it is up and down. So maybe right. the London trip would be better. I don't know. Well, with the London trip, I can give you this pro tip. A lot of the flights you guys seem to have in America that are very short distance, you get tiny planes. Planes yeah. that <laughs> have like 12 rows. And when a plane is that tiny, it gets tossed around by the wind so much. I was pissing my pants. Whereas on a intercontinental flight... The plane is gigantic. I mean, the you guys jets. should see some of these like A380s or whatever the fuck they're called. They're humongous. And they don't care about the air, dude. It's like a flying Titanic. It's amazing just how smooth that well, shit why, is. Why'd you have to call it the Titanic, dude? <laughs> We're trying to get him over his fear. <laughs> and you know, the one fucking ship that crashed. <laughs> Charlie, there's no icebergs in the sky. Okay, we not swear. like the Titanic. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, Charlie, would you would you feel better if the plane you get on was called like the unsinkable? The uncrashable. Ooh, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. The invincible. The invincible. Well, that's like okay, but it's the same as calling it the Titanic. Maybe you should give it an ironic name, like Dinky. Always crashes. <laughs> crashes a lot. Yeah. yeah. Crashing that crash face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know, the intercontinental flight helped me get over the fear a little bit, mostly because I could just sleep on the exactly. plane. Charlie, yeah. you have enough money spring for first class, it's worth oh, it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it alleviates a lot of the fear. Oh, well, no, you don't have to go You're first class, cobbled. but at, at least go like business or premium economy. Economy, they pack you in yeah. like sardines and it's awful. But premium economy, they let you like space yeah, it out a little bit more. You actually get those seats that recline into beds. Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah. cool. And you get, Don't you get those uh, 
In first class on international flights, don't you get those little, like, lounges? Those little, like, capsules? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those yeah so usually cool. on business. I want to use one. Those are business class flights, usually. First class mm. flights are, like, insane now. Like, um, what's that Middle Eastern air carrier, Kaya? Not Etihad, the uh, other one. Saudi Airlines? No, it's the big one. Emirates. Yeah, Emirates. Um, their 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 oh, first yeah. class is like literal hotel rooms with showers. Holy shit, that's nuts. It is nuts, but it's also like sixty grand a flight. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> okay, I'm not paying sixty grand. No, no, but, I can, know, you can, I can shower when I land. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know who that's for though, because people that are paying sixty grand a flight, surely they just have private jets and stuff. You know? Why would yeah, they? Yeah, I don't know. I and think again, there's going to be a, there's a borderline of rich classness. Like, there will be a zone where you're like, yeah, I'll pay 60 grand to fly, but I don't want to buy an entire private jet. I mean, private jets are how many millions of dollars? You never know. No yeah. idea. True. Let's find out. Oh, it's a shame well, that you also, won't be going to London. if I was rich enough, I wouldn't. I would not want to fly in a tiny private jet. Fuck that shit. I would, if I could afford it, just buy one of those gigantic ones and that's it. Or rent one. <laughs> Isn't that how most like celebrity deaths occur as well as like uh, private, private helicopters jets. and private jets? I yeah. think so. Well, other than like drug abuse, obviously, or drug overdoses. I think that would be up there. Helicopters, especially. I hope you don't lose Bill Burr. Like we lost, who was it, Kobe? Or yeah, yeah. Kobe was a helicopter years ago. No, yeah, he was a human being. Daughter. That fucking sucks. Apparently, um, Bill Burr really likes doing his uh, helicopter piloting license too. Now it's like, why? You have so much money and so much fame. Just stay safe on an, on the ground. I get the idea of wanting to know how to fly a plane or fly a helicopter because it gives you like this sense of power, like you're doing something that humans were never meant to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel that anytime I eat cultivated food or have a pet, <laughs> I wasn't meant to do this. Fuck yeah. I think we were meant to have pets. I'm stronger than Mother Nature. Yeah, Fuck yeah. take that earth, stupid moron. Think I'll dig a hole now. I don't know. I guess if you didn't have a fear of heights like I do and fear of flying and it's like 27,000 other fears, I could see how it's fun. I feel that way about like um, jumping out of a plane to... Those like, um, what is it called? Just parachuting, I guess. Yeah, skydiving. skydiving. Skydiving, yeah, thank you. Like, I want to cool do work. that, but at the same time, I like, I would be pissing my pants. Like, what if something malfunctions? Well, that's why you bring two parachutes, right? There always, there's like safety, uh, what do you call it? Precautions. Yeah. Both malfunctions. You always, you always skydive with another person so he can catch you in his big meaty hands if anything goes wrong. <laughs> that's why they're there, yeah. They have titanium legs and they just land like a superhero when you hit the ground. <laughs> and give you a kiss on the forehead as they put you yeah. down on the floor. They cause an impact crater and they land in that kneeling pose and they look at you and go, Are you okay, citizen? And then when, and then when they put you down, they just fly off again to the next person that needs rescuing. <laughs> like Iron Man. Right. They, they hear it with their subsonic hearing and they go, I have to go. Someone in Tibet needs me. <laughs> well, are there any other dangerous hobbies you guys would want to try? But you don't want to try because they're dangerous swimming with sharks that sounds so boring though you don't what? even swim with them you just kind of like sit with them in no people absolutely swim with sharks in a it's cage it's not just cages no no mm. 
Those are like professional scuba divers, though, and they don't do it to specifically swim with sharks, I don't think. Well, no. Uh, they do it just no, to, like, scuba but I, I, That's what I mean, like, deep... Well, not deep sea, but, like, ocean, oceanic scuba diving. Oh. Oh, okay. I, I, okay. I think that is somewhat dangerous, because obviously there's an element of, you know, sharks and other uh, sea life that is dangerous. And I th- But I still think yeah. it's really cool. And uh, so I've done quite a bit of snorkeling and stuff, honest. and I have I swam with sharks before. So I just think you're wrong. I just think it'd be boring. <laughs> How would that be boring? It's a whole different world down there. We've said it before. It's a whole different world in the ocean. There's like yes. alien yeah. life forms. How big were the sharks you swam with, though? Were they the big actual shark no, sharks no, that we are not. all seeing? No, the it was in, or little it was, pussy sharks. It was in the coral reef, so um, usually in coral reefs, big sh- uh, big sharks don't tend to show up. They were like nurse sharks, which are about the size of a human. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that was really cool. I don't know. I don't want to do any diving. That shit scares me. See? He said it's scary. The worst hobby that I can think of is caving. Where they explore caves and they try to wedge themselves through tiny cracks and then sometimes they get stuck and die. That makes me so goddamn uncomfortable just thinking about when you, like, do that deep spelunking where you're yeah. climbing through holes that are barely bigger than your waist and, like, you have no map on where you're going. I, ugh, no, 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 no. Something I would never fucking do. But that sounds Good objectively more boring as well. I don't understand how they have fun doing it. It looks so boring. Whenever I watch those um, GoPro footages on YouTube, it's scary yet boring like it's not even a fun kind of scary you know it's like yeah, you're just surrounded this is just by rock. shitty well, mud I, yeah. it's just, I it's think just that, a bunch of rock and I it's think dangerous this is part lame. of the that have to be part of the fun though if it's scaring you like just watching it imagine if you're actually in the cave how like terrifying and adrenaline filling that could be not knowing where you're going what's in front of you I it's think, exploration no i think there's genuinely some kind of mental condition with these people that makes them addicted to holes <laughs> tight holes and cramped spaces that well here speaking yeah. as someone who went caving in texas i can tell you it is just as boring as you think it would be well did you go into any like actual caving? tight spaces yep uh, there was Why? like only one tight uh. squeeze and it wasn't that tight because even matt could fit through how did you go? Are well, you calling I, him I, w- I would assume you weren't like I weren't. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, I'm assuming you weren't caving like uncharted spaces. So you yeah, had, that wasn't uncharted. Yeah, so yeah you that had, doesn't like, sound like the oh. same thing at all. <laughs> so you had no, the safety. It's the same thing. Like okay. it's the same thing. Trust no, me. Right, you had the guarantee. Right. You had the guarantee that you would get through it. Okay. Yeah, you knew I was where just you were here going. To con- I was just here to confirm that it isn't like exciting. It's just like, damn, I'm just kind of in a uh. tight spot and it's dark. Someone posted that story of that one dummy again. This man who was nutty buddy. Yeah, he, for those who don't know, he went caving and he fell headfirst into a hole in the cave, basically, and he couldn't get back out. He was stuck, and people noticed that he was stuck, and they sent a rescue team, and the rescue team was like, well, you're wedged at just the wrong angle. In order to get you out, we'd have to break your legs, but if we break your legs, you'll die because you're already upside down and you're... All your blood is already in your brain, basically. We also can't put you out and anesthetize you, so... He just had to be left there to die, and then they puttied the cave shut. So, wait, are you serious? That's the story. Mm -hmm. That is the story. They just gave up on him. There was nothing they could do. He fucking died in there. Is this an actual like? This isn't like fan fiction or anything. This actually happened. 
This well, actually yeah, happened, Jackson. Jackson, Jackson, Jackson it was an international news well, story good, while it was going on. Don't say that the Nutty Putty... That sounds like a horror story on, like, fucking No Sleep. The Nutty Putty Cave. <laughs> Why do you That's think it's so that terrifying, Jackson? Because it actually fucking happened to somebody. It was oh, on the news everywhere. One of the most horrifying fan fictions that I read it, read it was one of these cave stories. The cave story or something. It was called something really generic. But the, don't act like this kind of story doesn't exist in fan fiction because it absolutely does. I didn't realize well, Nutty yeah, Putty yeah. was a real thing. God, this sounds like the worst way to go. Jones ultimately suffered cardiac arrest due to the strain placed upon his body over several hours by his inverted compressed position. Ah. Uh, well, how did this? How did the, the way, conversation with him go when they told him that they were just going to leave him? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so but Kaya, Kaya missed some crucial details. They spent 27 hours straight trying to free him. But all that ended it up happening work. is he kept, get, yeah, he just kept getting lodged deeper and deeper. They did get really close <laughs> one time. They set up a, like, a, a pulley system, but unfortunately the cave wasn't strong enough to support that. So it just ripped the anchors out of the walls, even though it almost freed him. And then after that, it, he knew it was hopeless. They all knew it was hopeless. So they just left him there. Uh, and he knew the whole time. He was in and out of consciousness. Uh, so he wasn't even there most God of the time. God damn. Oh hate, my god, that I is so fucking so scary. Like a nightmare. Not being being like consciously aware of what's happening. It's well, just I'm like you keep waking up and falling back into a nightmare. Yeah. I'm surprised that their humanity didn't take over since most uh, civilized places don't offer like prescribed death or whatever. Like, you know, killing people that are sick. I'm surprised their humanity didn't take over and they like didn't put down like a, I don't know, a strip of yeah, oxygen, they didn't, like a pipe of they oxygen. They didn't call down to the there. cave and be like, "Take me instead, cave spirit." <laughs> well, there was even if they tried to like pump oxygen in there, it wouldn't work. Jackson, he was upside down. Yeah, I know, but I'm surprised that they just gave up. Well, the well, thing is, you also it's not just the oxygen. Do. Like the human body just isn't meant to be inverted for like days at a time. You know. Your brain's oh, yeah. gonna be fucked up by that, but I just I love that they couldn't even retrieve the body afterwards. They they just decided fuck it, and I think they cemented shut the hole. They yeah, just buried they him it. in there in his tomb. Well, he's still in there. Did they at least take his shoes as like a memorial. <laughs> Place the shoes outside of the uh, cave <laughs> as a warning. Yeah, this is throw it on that's a telephone wire. Way to go. Although, if he was in it and is. out of consciousness, maybe it wasn't too bad. Well, it was pretty bad, because uh, <laughs> he was, like, communicating, so he was lucid. Man. Why didn't- and, so how yeah. long would it have taken to dig down and, like, open it up? What I didn't understand is, since the walls clearly weren't super strong, judging by, like, the anchors breaking, I don't know why they didn't just start, like, breaking the rock around him to try and loosen it a bit. I guess maybe he'd fall further. I don't. I don't really know. But to me, it would have made sense if they started like blasting the rock around him to try and just wiggle a little bit of extra room out. Yeah. But then if it's if they're digging the rock, maybe it would have fallen down and even like entombed him even more. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe that would happen. I don't know. I'm not a cave scientist, but just like I feel as though you could have like started chiseling away some of the rock on the backside, like around his legs or something. Why don't we send a bunch of people down the same hole, grab onto them, and then we make like a human chain and pull everyone out. Hmm. Yeah. Well, no, the issue is the angle at like which a... he's stuck in there. Like his legs would have to be broken, they said. Yeah. Well, it's a, even, well, the thing is breaking his legs wouldn't save him. Like even if they did that, I don't think they were getting him out regardless. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, like I said, they floated that idea for a while, but I'm pretty <gasps> sure the paramedics were like, if you do that, his system will literally go into shock. Like, he's already near death. You can't oh, is break that worth, bones on purpose right is here. Is that worth trying if he's going to die anyway? I don't know. I don't want to be in that position. According to Wikipedia, all the local spelunkers apparently also petitioned to keep the cave open and they were really butthurt when the cave was closed oh for further exploration. Man. Like, one of you already died in there. What is wrong with you people? They're <laughs> just going to keep piling up wish? behind him. <laughs> it was a freak accident. So he went down an uncharted... Well, it wasn't like fully uncharted, I guess. He meant to go down something called, like, uh, the birth canal yeah, or something, but ended up going down a different He went down the path. death canal instead. Yeah. <laughs> he chose wrong he with just, the fork. He, yeah, he just took the wrong spot. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but this is entirely on him. Why would you crawl headfirst downwards? Yeah, come on. You had to go into a hole. Surely you would have known that you were getting into a, uh, a rough situation when you, when you passed the... Uh, the, the crack or the maze or the birth canal, you know, you don't want to go when deeper you're like than the a 90 birth degree canal. decline. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these yeah, people. It's, so it's that's definitely something, something that I don't do. understand. Caving, that's not that's something that I would never do. But you said float the idea. What if they poured water in the cave and he floated up? Or they drown him. <laughs> oh yeah, you could just right. go. You could do Ed, Ed, and Eddie and just like start dripping butter down there and see if we can yeah, slide him up. Do they even try yeah. loop? I forgot. Well, I, I, forgot I keep forgetting he's upside down. He's just drowned within like five minutes. I hope you never manage any like disaster recovery <laughs> operations. You suck. Yeah, you're almost as bad as. What was it? Elon Musk was floating the idea of like making mini submarines to rescue that team of children that got lost in a oh, cave one yeah. time. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then yeah. some guy was actually trying to help and Elon called him a pedophile a couple of times. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> but mine made sense. <laughs> it would float up, potentially. It would alleviate the stress in the knees and then we can break them. It's easy to break bones in water or something. Jackson's like, why don't we fill the lava with acid so it melts the rock and we can <laughs> free him? <laughs> let's set the cave on fire. Then he'll have to leave. <laughs> yeah, let's smoke him out. <laughs> the smoke will push him out of the hole. I wonder if we could create some kind of localized earthquake scenario, which would then push the earth Are you a supervillain, Jackson? <laughs> Good lord. I'm pretty sure that would just wedge him in deeper, Jackson. Or yeah, cave in the cave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're trapping all the rescue workers as well. <laughs> nah, oh, okay, man. So yeah, I wouldn't even go in there to rescue anyone. Fuck that too. Save yourself, bitch. Yeah. Nothing about that makes me feel comfortable. I, I don't think I'd ever do deep cave exploration. It's just... Uh, uh. Well, like, I'm gonna stick to that in Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah, like like Charlie said, it's just boring as well. It's just rock. I can kind of get yeah. it if you're uncharting, uh, you know, you're, tr you're discovering uncharted territory, maybe, because you get to name it, like, Ed's Push or whatever, or Bob's Push or whatever the fuck they call it. But um, other than that, no, I don't understand it. And, it, and those uncharted territories are the ones where you get stuck in, so <laughs> why would you do that? Just use 3D scanners. Is there even any uncharted territory anymore? We were all kind of born late. You guys know that meme? Born too late to explore Earth. Born too early to explore space. Yeah, so uh, there's deep oceans and caves. Uh, yeah, deep ocean and caves.
That's why they do Both it. Both I'm scared of. Damn it. Why can't I explore <laughs> tropical islands with like where they just sing hula songs and they give me coconut drinks and shit? I don't want to explore a fucking hole in the ground. Or Mariana's Do you really think that's, that's what scary. happens? Do you think that's what happens when people explore islands, Kaya? The natives show up with hula girls and give them flowers well, and massage them in a chair? When, like, Finally, somebody's charting my, our island. <laughs> in, my, in my universe, there is no genocide, okay? We're all happy people. I would be a happy conqueror. That's exactly Unless what happened to the British and the Spanish. Islands. They showed up and all the natives who perfectly spoke English were like, Ah, welcome Finally, to Paradise Island. You Take got a coconut and a virgin. Try that. Do you guys remember? There is an island. I forget its name. It's basically an island that no modern people have ever stepped foot on. Yeah, it still Isn't has it like the Senegal? local natives Senegal on Senegal it. Island or something. I have no idea, but isn't basically that the one where Sentinel uh, Island? It's, it's Sentinel Island. Sentinel isn't, Island. Yeah. yeah isn't that the one where anytime a journalist or something tries to get close, they just immediately start throwing spears and bows and arrows at them and yeah. try to kill yeah. them? Yeah. To be fair, yeah, it's worked. The helicopters go away after that. So. <laughs> Yeah. So also the local government forbade anyone to go to the island. So basically the Sentinel people are like, you know, you're supposed Wait, to just leave them alone and leave them be because at this point... These natives have a local that government that can dictate whether people visit No, no, the go whatever government officially technically owns the island said just uh, leave them alone, I guess. Because at this point they're like so diverged from modern society that if they get in touch with us, they might die from just the cold, you know? Uh, because they have, like, no immune system to anything that we have and vice versa. God, it'd be and so interesting taking someone like that to, like, I don't know, Tokyo or something, though, and just or seeing the reaction. Oh, or, yeah, Disneyland. Yeah. There's a fucking Disneyland documentary series. They will lose their fucking minds. I'm gonna put out oh a goddamn God. call to anyone listening. There is a documentary series. It's... Uh, I forgot the name. But it was made on British television, and the whole point is they found, like, six tribesmen leaders from Africa, and they put them on a plane and took them to, like, a theme park and, like, downtown and restaurants, oh. and they, they just interviewed them and, like, filmed their reactions to, like, civilized American called? culture. I... Uh, fuck, what is it called? But... It, the, the whole point is that I can't find it anywhere, and the only place I can find it is online on this British website that requires, like, a <laughs> British cable subscription to watch. Is it iView? Meet, meet the, the Natives, that's it. Meet the Natives. Oh my god. Uh, if yeah, anyone okay. out there has it, for the love of God, send it to me. Do you remember if they were it. bored by it? Uh... I don't know. I mean, I haven't been able to see it. There's apparently a USA version, which isn't that good, but the original, like, six-part series on... Britain is really good on Channel 4. And it, God, I want to watch it. But it's just nowhere. I might look it up. Please oh, help yeah. me. I, that's interesting. And at some point, missionaries tried to go to the islands, and predictably, they got speared and killed. Classic missionaries. And I think crucified. I think they literally hung them from like trees as a warning. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> a warning to the helicopters. <laughs> I wonder if they think that the helicopters are living things. I mean, wouldn't Maybe. you? Yeah, if I had yeah, no, if I, I had mean... no like reference to like outside culture or what is outside my island, then yeah, probably I would think they're giant skybirds with people inside yeah. them. Yeah, the people inside them are victims. They don't even know there's people inside them, do they? So like the people inside like hang out with a turret or something, well, like they're like just windows. in a helicopter. I would assume that they can oh, maybe yeah, see but, people I mean, inside. You can't really see that far up, probably. You might just think it's a goddamn god. Who the hell knows? Well, then, I why don't know, would they what, be throwing what do you guys do if you owned... 
well, they're scary gods, you know. You don't have to respect all gods, Jackson. Would you take the island if you were the... Where's this island, technically? I think it's off the coast of India. Sentinel Islands. Well, if you were the Indian government, would you invade it? Or is it not even worth it? It's not worth oh, it. Oh, damn, I this looks like a nice island. I don't I see totally why it would be these worth guys. it. Oh, it's an island. You can take it and sell it for millions and millions. To yeah. who? Who needs islands anymore? Mm, rich rich Americans, I think. The next yeah. Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, it's usually rich people. Do you think that no matter how, like, primitive their society is, they still use honey? Yeah. Hmm. Probably, right? I hope so. Yeah. You yeah. don't Bulk even need... You don't even need the internet or computers to appreciate honey. You don't you don't even need to know what the concept of saving money is to appreciate honey. As, as we all know, all over the world, children of the earth in their native language will sing that this episode is sponsored by honey. And it's the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. I mean, I don't buy things in person anymore. I don't know who does. Yeah, I buy things that I have to buy in person, like food, but 95% of what I buy is online because then I can get exactly the brand I want and you always find the best prices and it's just easier than going out and buying things, especially when you know what you're looking for and like stores often don't have what you want or you have to go there. It sucks. Online shopping is like mm -hmm. possibly the greatest thing the internet offers in terms of services. It's just so fucking convenient. And what's even more convenient is how honey will save you money on things. I mean, you sit there and you think to yourself, you're going, oh God, I, I need guitar strings for my guitar hobby. Well, I could go to the guitar store or I could buy a guitar online, but I'm gonna make sure that when I get my guitar and my strings for my guitar string hobby, that I'm gonna use honey. It's gonna drop down and save me money. That's what I did. I buy strings all the goddamn time. Hell, if you're watching the video, you can see like three of my guitars in the background. But when I buy strings and stuff, I say, honey, save me a dollar, save me two, save me whatever. And it just does it. And you don't even have to do anything. Honey doesn't just work on desktop. It works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari and save on the go. If you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be helping us. You'll be looking at every one of the four official boys and saying, I support you, I respect you, I would never trap you in a cave upside down, I will do everything I can <laughs> to help this show. I'd never recommend something I don't use. Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash official. That's joinhoney.com slash official. And when you're done saving money, which will be never, because you're using honey, so you'll be saving it all the time, you can check what time it is. You'll look down at your wristwatch and go, oh boy, by the time honey stops saving me money, it's the end of the universe. Wow, that's a dedicated service. But how did I know that all of time and space had collapsed in on itself at this point in history? Well, because I'm wearing a movement watch. Movement has grown into one of the fastest growing watch brands, shipping to over 160 countries across the globe. They've also got blue light glasses and style essentials that will not break your bank. I mean, you want to watch this like four to five hundred dollars? 
well then you can go to a watch store you know you see how like you're not shopping online because you're dumb then you can buy a four to five hundred dollar watch but if you want the quality of that four to five hundred dollar watch in a much much cheaper package something not ridiculous you're going to want to use movement you're going to get it shipped right to your door for free and if you don't love it you can ship it right back for free if you want to elevate your look with style that doesn't break the bank then join the movement and get 15 percent off today with free shipping and free returns go to mvmt.com official that's mvmt.com official for 15 percent off free shipping and free returns on some nice watches yeah thank you thank you to the sponsors movement and honey baby those are two non-dangerous hobbies that i want what about um, what, wearing watches sorry, and buying yeah. things yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're my favorite hobbies watch collecting is a hobby you could do that technically it's a boring one but not dangerous i think it's less boring than cave diving personally at least you kind of get oh, cool yeah, watches I mean, to look at less dangerous too <laughs> <laughs> So, did you guys yeah, have no. any other dangerous hobbies that you want to do? I think Charlie gave an answer, I, I gave an answer. Hmm. I already said I, I would like to oh, you one the day caveman. maybe get like a... No, I said that's the, the one I wouldn't do ever. I'm not a fucking oh, caveman, right. fuck you. I'm gonna live in civilized <laughs> society. Um, yeah, skydiving, maybe get a pilot's license, I don't know. Weren't you just saying that people that get pilot's licenses are idiots? Yeah. Well, not idiots, but I guess I said if I didn't have all those fears, it could be fun. And I feel like there would be a way to get over the fear to learn it inside out. And then I well, can yeah. be the hero if the two pilots for some reason simultaneously die in the cockpit and the hostess is yelling out, Are there any pilots on board? I can be the hero of the day. Yes, yeah, I have 10 hours in Microsoft Flight Simulator. Get me in there. <laughs> I can land this bird. That was good enough for the 9-11 guys. Then again, I don't think they ever took the classes on landing. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't. Andrew, did you have one? Uh, I wish I could sword fight somebody. Just straight That's up. It's not really a dangerous hobby, though. That's just something that doesn't really exist unless you're in, like, the professional medieval fighting scene. Or you're a yeah, fencer. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Oh, well, yeah, fencing's different. That's a sport. Yeah. It's not even that dangerous. I, I'm talking about, like, it's I don't not know. Dangerous, is it? find a, find like a way to make strips. sword fighting just a, a real thing. Just, like, like I don't want to be in a sword fight ever. I think that would suck. <laughs> But I, if I could find a way to do it consequence-free, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, so you want the guarantee well, don't of they... victory. No, 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 I wouldn't mind losing, swords. but like, like, okay, so you're in a video game, right? And you get into a sword fight. If you die, it doesn't matter. You, you turn the game off, or you restart the game. Like, it, it has no effect on your real life. But if I get in a real-life sword fight and I lose, I'm dead or seriously injured. I want to invent, like, an actual sword fight, but there's no consequences. Well, well, that, it, they're they're called fencing. wooden swords. Yeah. Or you, you can do that. With fake no, swords. It's not going to be no, as cool. No, no, no. But but... With... Well, yeah, of course I could do it with fake swords. I want to do it with real swords. Like, it, it's impossible. <laughs> well, no, there's you practice swords, aren't there? There's, there's swords that are like actual swords, but they don't have sharp edges. Yeah, but even, but even then, if we're going full all out, that would hurt. 
I, I, I've always wanted to find a way to make like gunfights and sword fights and explosions and like all this stuff. I want real life action with no consequence. You know what I mean? I yeah, feel like it VR. wouldn't be exciting then though. Yeah, I guess VR would be the closest we could get. But like one day I'd like to just go to like a hospital and like some guy walks up to me and he's like, this is an action hospital. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And like, I start shooting people and things start blowing up and like people shoot at me. There's like a guy with a katana, there's like Kung Fu. And then, like, I don't know, it resets after. I guess I just want a real-life video game. I don't know. Why did it have to be in a hospital? Because that's yeah, the actual hospital. Feel the pain, though? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> yeah, that is just a video game, then, I guess. Yeah. All right, I want a yeah, real-life video game. That's my dangerous hobby. <laughs> yeah, I like how your Fair dangerous enough. hobby was the thing that stripped all danger from it completely. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I no, don't really no, want to no. die. I don't really want to feel hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want danger well, in my yeah. dangerous hobby, please. It's just that by comparison, like, have you ever thought just how boring real life is? Like, really? How I think there the, are just I so many things and concepts we, number one, will never have, and number two, will never experience on a daily, like, uh, a daily life. We'll just never experience that rush of so many things. Well, I think that's I because that. you got video game brain. You only like think about things in terms <laughs> of can this be a video game now? Can I experience this as yeah, a video game? Yeah, probably. I, yeah, I think right now is the most interesting time to live. We've got so many different oh, hobbies available to us. Yeah, comparatively, now is the most interesting time in human history, but it's still boring compared to fiction, and that's I hate that. Well, that's going to be the case. Imagine if fiction was bore more boring than fucking reality. That would suck. That's Futurama, I think, that did that exact thing where fucking Calculon's in a movie and they're like, oh, I'll file my taxes for the whole movie. Yeah. 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 That shit would be boring. Fiction it's, it's just, that's just a universal rule. Our creativity or our imagination will always exceed our reality. And that's, all, that's how it should be. That's true, but just think yeah. how many things we've created that are, like, hundreds of years old, and yet we still don't have, like, dragons, robots, magic. Well, how would we have dragons? <laughs> exactly, that's my point. We'll never- we've been discussing these fairy tales and these folklore for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and maybe thousands of years, and yet we'll never have them, and it sucks. I think- I think all the dragons are hiding at the end of these caves. We just need to get there, and then we'll discover them. <laughs> With their pile of gold and their riddles. <laughs> <laughs> I wish well, in the future we could have like dragons reality. with genetic engineering. I don't yeah, think that's yes. impossible. It'd be cool if there was like a machine that we eventually created that we just put in a prompt and it makes our fiction reality somehow. I guess that is VR again. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> VR is the closest, but Maybe. still, like, VR still has limitations. You're limited by your space, you're limited by your device. Like, if I'm playing a VR game and I get hit by a dragon's claw, I'm not going to go flying back 100 feet in real life. Oh, and, you say you, you don't know. want danger. But that's my whole point. I want to achieve that without the danger, without actually being killed. I think that'd be yeah, awesome. But, like, even then, VR, even at its peak, even when you're in a like awesome simulator, like a racing simulator that sways every which way to make it feel the G-forces and whatnot, it's still not real. Exactly. It's nothing like the real thing, you know? Yeah. That's always going to be limited. I want a chemical cocktail 
and a VR headset that perfectly tricks my brain into thinking I'm in whatever VR scenario I'm in. And and that's it. I would but live you know, that for the rest of my life. You are never going to get that, though, if you don't open yourself up to the, uh, you know, experiencing drugs. some form of pain. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Kai's right. It's drugs. Well, no, but you drugs. have to feel the pain for it to be exciting, I think. You have to feel some kind of impact. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's, you have to feel let's the invent... pain for it to be exciting. Let's invent a VR or or a suit where whenever I would have pain, instead a little light bulb on my chest lights up so I can look down and go, oh, that hurt. Ow. Damn. But that's but that's like what I'm saying. That's not, exciting. Yeah. that's not exciting. Yeah, that's, that's not exciting. That's not exciting. No, I'd look at it and I'd go, damn, my red light's on. I failed. I, I must do that again without my red light going on. People find like people more exciting than laser tag. And that's <laughs> laser tag's fun, danger. Jackson. Yeah, but people prefer paintball. Yeah. yeah. How, how much pain would you agree cool. to? Paintball doesn't like if there hurt. Was a... Too bad. Paintball does hurt. Oh, paintball it hurts, but that. not that badly. Like, it's not going to hurt as much as if you get your fucking head cut off if, like, you're in a medieval what? setting or something. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Paintball isn't going to hurt, like, getting decapitated. I'm not saying you need yeah. an exceeding and amount of pain. I'm just saying that you need some element of pain if it's going to be as exciting how? as you want it to be. Hang on. So I, how, about, need... how about we tone it down? How... how... How about I go into like a barbarian VR simulator and every time I get hurt somewhere, I'm wearing a suit and it just like, it kind of hurts me a little bit. It's a little sting. It's yeah, like, that's, ah. what I, that's what I yeah, mean. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm asking. How much yeah. pain do you think is enough? Mm. What would you settle for? Like a bee sting. I think it should be enough that you want to avoid it. So maybe like a little shock. So that way there's incentive to not get hit and not get hurt, but not enough that you wouldn't want to play. That I makes think sense. you could set that up there. You could definitely set that up. I'm sure someone already. Damn yeah, there's door. there's Hang a. Uh... Oh god. What was that? That, that was his ringtone. No, uh, he said someone was at these doors. I, I know. I know. Many years ago, they invented a Tetris table, or not Tetris, Pong table, where you would put your hand on it and it would hurt you if you lost. But it's like I I want more immersion than that. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. why would you need pain for ping pong? <laughs> well, it was called like pain pong or some shit, and it was a gimmick. Yeah, no, I'm exclusively talking about things that you're talking about, like fantasy settings and stuff. When when you're trying to immerse yourself in a dangerous setting, you need that mm -hmm. form of actual pain. I think, yeah, or so, some. And then, and then there's also there's also a lot of other things that people don't consider, like smells. You can't smell VR. Yeah, but that's why you're... Disney World is so good because they pump the smell through the Yeah, the they place. pump the cookies in there. But like yeah. imagine you're imagine you're doing that gladiatorial combat arena. Like I wanna fucking smell like the dust in the air and like the fucking sweat of the battle and like Ew. there the and you also can't feel. You also don't feel. You know, like if you're playing VR and you have a big heavy fucking barbarian sword, you're not gonna feel that heft. The controller's gonna weigh what the controller weighs no matter what. There's yeah. there's too many disconnections from the current VR that we have. We get we can get close. Like graphics look really great, and the smoothness at which these games run, and the quality of the headset and all that. We get very close. The sound design, but there's well, just gotta, still it's got to encompass all five senses for it to be fully right. immersive. And that's that's why I'm saying like if if there's a pain element to it, then that would kind of satisfy the touch element, as well as you know actual haptics and heavier. Yeah. Weight accurate tools. Yeah, but then I don't know. How, I don't know do how you do though. like 
I don't know how you taste is the final frontier for me. Taste I don't know is how another you, one. Yeah, I want to be playing VR and like as an intimidation tactic, lick my opponent's face, and I want to taste his sweat and his blood and be like, ah, ha ha. Take into a frenzy. Hmm. <laughs> I guess what I want is VR to encompass everything and become augmented reality, but like perfect augmented reality. I suppose. I just don't want VR to be the final frontier. Like, Brain well, implants. It it's just the first step. Well, what's what <laughs> is the final frontier then? What's after VR? Ready Player One. <laughs> oh Are no! Those VR so references, references out the ass, and that's it. Mm -hmm. oh, Tracers, no. butt cheeks. Oh, I'd rather no. go backwards in time than there, if that's our future. <laughs> Man, that movie was fucking. <laughs> You'd rather be a peasant in like a French medieval village than hang out with Master Chief. And yeah. And yeah, Tracer I mean, from yeah. Overwatch. Oh my god. That was so lame. She's in that I movie like that four movie. fucking times. <laughs> uh. Is Mark Zuckerberg going one? to be the uh like dictator of the metaverse? Like is he gonna be this all imposing figure? Is he gonna be like the president? No, probably I don't think they're so. gonna Keep all of us in like pods where we all live in the metaverse, and oh, people like become... Mark Zuckerberg are gonna just yuck it up in the real world as they oh, always have true. been. That was his what only the fuck would goal. They confine when... themselves into the metaverse. That was invent. That was his only goal in inventing all this VR tech progression. He just wants everyone to get into VR so he can be left alone forever in the real world. <laughs> I don't think this. Yeah. I don't think this has ever come up at all in fiction or reality. But I think like. They'll put us in pods to experience VR, and then they'll siphon our our life force for batteries, and we'll power the real life fantasies of the rich. And That's famous. the Matrix. No, it's never That's happened before. That's almost exactly like Skynet too, no. but it's the cum that powers the robots. Mm. And Jackson, did you know that the Matrix was originally going to be about brains harnessing processing power, which makes a lot more sense than using them for that, energy? That would have made so much more sense. Yeah. Why didn't they go with that? Well, the, the audiences wouldn't get it. The executives at the time said that casual casual audiences wouldn't exactly. understand that as a concept, whereas energy made more sense. Yeah, and I can change it. Yeah. So I, no, I absolutely think. They're right in That's their painfully. understanding. Like, I don't think casual audiences would have understood what the fuck brain processing mm -hmm. meant in terms of like computers and such. But yeah, um, it's you gotta remember dumb. the the Matrix came out in 1999, where like Windows so? 98 was still reigning supreme. Uh, there were plenty of people watching that movie who would have no fucking idea what they meant by like harnessing into a giant supercomputer with their processing. Oh and this come and that. on! You're like way. You're okay. I know people by and large are stupid, but all it would have taken is like a throwaway line in the movie to explain it. Like, think of your brain as a computer, and now they're using it to calculate their own shit. Like. It's not that difficult of a complain concept about to wrap your head explaining. Oh. I don't know. I could see either. I could see the logic behind either. I agree that the processing thing makes way more sense in universes and it is a more interesting plot. But I could see why they would change it to try to make it as simple as possible. Yeah, yeah but all you had to change was. You know that scene where Morpheus is in the, they're in the white matrix and he's explaining to Neo what he is and he holds up a double A battery or something and he says, this is all you are to them. All you had to do was like give him a pocket calculator instead. There. This is all you are to them, a fucking calculator. But the general audience doesn't know what a calculator yeah. is. 
And th well, God think what well, think what the audience would think what the general audience would say. They'd hold up a calculator and he'd be like, "What is Neo a genius? Is he like a math nerd?" That's exactly what, what they say. You know I don't think people are that stupid, though. I think they'd get it. No, people are stupid, dude. Nah, man, no, we're stupid. Not. We're stupid. Okay, okay. Imagine this too. Yeah, like, we're think stupid how many and we get it. Think how popular the Matrix was with kids and teenagers. Do you really think the majority of them would understand that allegory? They'd be like, "Whoa, Neo's a fucking like calculator. He's yes. really smart. That's he what can do they math think. fast. He can do math. That's what they think. They're kids. They're and that'd be fucking awesome. Like, damn, this guy's good at math and he's making it cool. I want to be good at First math. First of all, that that is the point of the Matrix. Neo's that smart because he's like an expert programmer who can do all that fucking code shit in his brain almost intuitively. What what's the explanation now? He's a really good battery. That wasn't the point of it. He takes and in yeah, power. Yeah, I do think kids would understand it better. Kids are the ones playing video games and shit. Yeah, if anything, kids would have been could fine. wrap their heads around it much easier. It's it's the general audience, which is anyone over boomer. like twenty to forty that visits. Oh cinemas. yeah, I, I I mean I agree with you that it's way better when it's processing power, but I I also see why they changed it. I understand it. the decision. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Okay, now I'm interested, Andrew. Do you know any other like fun facts like that where a movie had to be dumped down by the suits against the mm. like? Oh, I do, wishes? I do, I do. Okay, um, Ju ahead. Jurassic Park. So oh, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so you know the Velociraptors in Jurassic Park, the originals, the originals, mind you. Uh, um, yeah. they're, they're like all big and imposing. They're um, they're, they're the size of humans. Uh, Velociraptors in real life, however, are the size of Chihuahuas, and they're they're not nearly as imposing. The reason that they were changed in the movie to be called Velociraptors is because Velociraptors had a cooler sounding name than the actual dinosaur it was based on, which is something like Utah Raptor. And so they chose Velociraptor instead. But Velociraptors in real life are the size of Chihuahuas, so not entirely accurate. Oh, so that would have been so cute. Velociraptors are like chicken size? Yeah, pretty much. They, were, the they weren't large at I all. I didn't know that. Huh. I have a fun one for you guys. Did you know... Kangaroo Jack was originally supposed to be a PG-13 movie, <laughs> yeah. but they ended up cutting everything down to make it PG, which is why it's so weird and disjointed. It's also why the trailers uh, were so disconnected from the actual movie. Yep. Like, the kangaroo in the trailers was constantly shown talking and rapping and doing all this weird shit, and then in the movie, that is for one scene, and it's a dream. Yep. And the movie wasn't even supposed to be about that kangaroo. It was yep. actually just a comedy about, like, transporting drugs in the, in the outback. But they changed it to be more kids-oriented for some reason. They made that one kangaroo scene, like, the focal point of its marketing. Yep. I saw that movie in the theaters as a kid. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. I, I used to love that movie. Me too. I thought it was great. So you can't argue with the change, then? Well, I mean, everyone else hated it. It has an 8% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. I remember even back when I was a kid, everyone was like, this movie's trash. It's one of the worst movies ever made. Jackson, you, you gotta like remember, it? kids like garbage. Like, there yeah. are some really, really terrible movies and TV shows that kids just love. Yeah, I suppose. Jackson, are you feeling a threatened over Star Wars now? No. Yeah, did they have to dumb down Star Wars? <laughs> uh, well, they fixed it in editing. Uh, George yeah. Lucas's wife, like the original cut of Star Wars, was apparently really. Oh, awful. I know another one. Okay, I'll go fuck I'm myself. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> go ahead. I've been talking a lot. I got, lost in in my, I got lost in my own train of thought and tuned everyone else out, and then I just had to be heard. I'm sorry, Jackson. Go ahead. No, no, I've done anyway. I, that, okay. that story is well known. Um, what's the story? It was based off a true story. It was a very famous movie about the teacher who moves to, like, the ghetto lower class inner city school, and all the kids are really violent and troubled, and then she wins them over by being really... Respected. Nah, I know what you're talking about. It's a very name, famous though. movie. Apparently, Dangerous Minds. Someone said. Maybe. Uh, let me see. It is Dangerous Minds. I think it's Dangerous Minds, where uh, it was some really, really like famous big bo box office movie where this like teacher who's a real hard ass moves into an inner city school, and all the kids are really like violent and troubled and eventually she like convinces them to be respectful and good students freedom writers might be it uh is it freedom no it's not freedom writers it's the one with fuck either way it might be freedom writers i'm not sure jesus there's so many either way, what, what, there's they, so many uh, people putting different movie titles in I chat know, how many how many movies have we made off this concept there's a lot of sure movies with star this wars. premise it might have been star wars there's <laughs> a lot of hope. movies with this premise but there's one really famous one where the teacher there's a scene where the teacher walks into the classroom wearing a sexy outfit Ooh. and it's to get their attention and like show that she's like, you know, the boss and she's in charge and she's a woman. And in the movie, it's like this big scene where she walks in with like a fucking hot dress and her titties hanging out. And everyone's like, whoa, maybe I should listen to my teacher because she's hot. And they interviewed the teacher that that movie That's was based off of. Thinking. <laughs> they they interviewed the the movie they interviewed the teacher that that movie was based off of and she said that's not what happened remotely at all in real life if i did that the students <laughs> would have just fucking disrespected me even further and thrown yeah. me out of the fucking classroom she probably would have been said, convicted well, they said so what did happen and she said they threw a dictionary in my head and tried to kill me <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> a very clearly different movie <laughs> What is with the uh, fucking school system in America? I think it America is Dangerous Minds. I think Holy it is shit. Dangerous Minds. This sounds like it's the movie you're describing. Yeah. Dangerous oh, yeah, Minds uses the, the Bad Boys logo, it looks like. They changed it in the movie to make it more, like, sex appeal, because, like, the lead is Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. and, like, you know, she's a pretty power woman. So they were like, yeah, she walks into the classroom with like her tits hanging out and like her ass. And she's like, oh, you need. Oh, yeah, this probably was it. This movie, this movie had a budget of 23 million and made one hundred and eighty million dollars. I think this is the movie. And, and like good. she walks in the scene, she walks in the classroom with like her ass hanging out and all this shit. And she's like, I'm going to fuck you if you do your math homework. This and they're like, OK, teacher. School? Yeah, it was a high school. The, the and, students and, in the background of the poster look like they're all 40. Well, that's that's American filmmaking, Jackson. Yeah, that's just the Riverdale syndrome. Yeah, but this yeah. is like egregious. Like they're not even trying in this one. <laughs> There's a guy it's with a full beard in the back. Yeah, like, but yeah, they they took a they took a true story about a teacher teaching in a violent, crime-ridden school and earning their respect through being professional and like no bullshit, and they turned it into she tries to seduce them in one scene to get them to do their math homework. Did you not read the tagline? It says she broke the rules and changed their lives. I'm assuming oh, with her tits. With her giant tits. That's right. So that's that's one that yeah. I remember. Yeah. Jackson's right. That usually does end in conviction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't happen yeah. in real life. I have a question. 
because a new trailer dropped recently. Do any of you guys remember even a single line of dialogue or any noteworthy from quotes Avatar, from huh? Avatar? Yeah. Yeah. Even uh, one. So I have a fun. I, I have a fun question. Do any without looking it up? I don't want to hear any typing. Can you guys name the main character of Avatar? Sully. Any of the three? Jake, Jake Sully. Sully. Yeah, Jake, Jake Sully. Sully. Okay. That yeah. was so easy. this is yeah. So. I remember, I think it was, might have been Jack's film, went out in the public to see if anyone remembered anything from Avatar, and no one could remember, like, even the main character or anything. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered, like, hmm, is that for everyone? Because the movie is, like, extremely forgettable. It's Tiana's oh, yeah. favorite movie, and she completely forgot about, like, that guy in the mech suit. Who's she the didn't best remember... character? What the <laughs> yeah, fuck? She didn't even, she did not even remember that guy who was in that movie. She didn't remember that general at all. All I and it is her favorite it. movie. You know, that the she's funny seen thing like about that times general is Jake I saw Sully. a meme recently with you know how people put like f- they pull photos from a movie and then they superimpose a quote from that movie on top of it. And I read that quote, a quote, and I thought, well, oh, this is good writing. And I looked it up and it wasn't even from the movie. They just used a photo <laughs> of the general for it. Oh, is that the one where, where he's saying, like, you know, whenever we destroy your civilization, we'll take the stars that you look up at? I think I've read what yeah, you're talking literally, about. literally, like, the stars will shine above your tombs of the of yeah, your death civilization or whatever. Too, I was yeah. like, damn, that's, like, that's boss shit right there. And it's not even from the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's a counter-argument against the movie's plot about, like, oh, mysticism, good, military, bad. And it's, like, a counter-argument against that. <laughs> and in the movie, the guy was literally just a meathead going, like, I'm going to destroy these primitive whatever the fuck. I, I forget the name that of the movie. That movie is so fucking Navi? infuriating because when you watch the movie and the whole time I'm watching it, I thought the military was cool as fuck. They have these incredibly <laughs> cool mech suits and all these, like, amazing designs and these cool, like, hovercrafts and all this shit. And then the fucking, like, the, the, the Navi, is that what they even are? They show yeah, up and yeah, it's like, Navi. hey... I'm riding a horse. I'm riding a dragon-looking well, thing. They're in tune Me. with the with nature and the environment. But their still, designs are just... boring. They have the first like 20 minutes in the movie setting up the world. Like, oh, there's a rhino, but it has six legs, and here's like a glider dragon thing. And it's like you see it all. All the spectacles gone. But then the military shows up later, and they have like giant fucking chain guns and like this big jungle-destroying machine, and it's awesome. <laughs> and then yeah, what do they think... do? They jump on it with subjective. sticks, and it's like, this is boring. Fuck, I don't, think that's I don't care. I think a lot of people find the gray industrial look and mechs and shit boring. Like, you I got- know they did, Jackson, but that's general audiences who needed a high school teacher <laughs> to have sex with their students. Like, <laughs> come on. I like the river of lights in, in Avatar with all the cool bright lights and shit. That's all I remember. I don't even remember that. Or was it a Disneyland yeah. ride? I don't know it's, anymore. It's such a fucking forgettable movie. It's unreal. <laughs> all I remember is Jake Sully and, and Unobtainium, which is just funny. That's a oh, movie yeah. where the general... The- the general's Sorry, mech suit has a Bowie knife that's the size of a oh, human. Yeah. It's that like, this cool. is the coolest shit. And he tries to fucking stab all the fucking Navi with it. And it's like, I was so rooting for the humans, that movie. And then it's like, no, we won because we prayed harder. It's like, fuck off. This movie sucks. <laughs> God. Have- the first time I watched Avatar, I watched it two times. The first time I watched it, I was blown away by the special effects. And I was like, this looks amazing. Well, they and objectively the second- were amazing at the time. They- oh, yeah. Visually, it's an incredibly good looking mu- movie. But the second time I watched it, I watched it more for the plot and to try to actually get something out of it and it's the most generic uninspired fucking movie i've ever seen 
Well, I wonder, I wonder how hard it is to write a really good movie with those kinds of special effects involved because at that point, it's more the, the whole product or the whole project is based around those special effects. And with creative pipelines and stuff, maybe you can't make as many changes or make changes easily to like plot things. So you have to keep it simple. Maybe, yeah, maybe they had to dumb it down. Oh, yeah. For they, the audiences again. He definitely wanted to just make a shitload of money with it. You know, you can't have a plot too complicated or people won't like it. Oh, what a turd. Well, they dropped the trailer for the second one, which I've not seen. Or maybe I have and I don't remember. I don't fucking know. Um, is the next one going to have the same effect year? as the first one, you guys think? Is it going to be... No. Like, is it going to no, raise the visual no, benchmark? No, not even close. No, not even it close. Won't come close. Won't even I, come I, close. I cannot imagine a world where people are like, this is it, Avatar 2, I've been waiting for so long, I can't wait with well, more no, that's Avatar. A, I'm not, you gotta I'm not talking the about time. that, I'm just talking about the technology. Do you think it's going to be you a step up in terms of visuals? No. no, 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 you gotta remember the time when Avatar 1 came no. out. It was like, what, 2010, 2011? 2009. 2009. I think. think of the other movies that were out around it, visually and like spectacle-wise and this and that. It had nothing to really compete with. It was so gorgeous and so beautiful and so like immersive. Nothing else came close. Now think of the movies that we've had come out around it think about endgame which not only has incredible yeah. special effects and an entire world to get into but you have an entire cast of characters that have all had their own big blockbuster movies to get you attached to them like you yeah, have competition you have, like, for avatar 2 now with equal or better graphics every other month now it's just yeah. not that big of a deal anymore you have well, all that's... these big, big blockbuster budget movies that look as good and also give, like, more action or more dynamic characters or more. Whereas Avatar doesn't really have anything to go well, for. Well, it never had the story or the characters. It always rested on the fact that it was, you know, a visual spectacle and it advanced mm -hmm. the visuals in cinema to such an insane degree. And I'm wondering, like, that's I think that's the only way it would be able to succeed uh, as a franchise, if it, like, if it does it again, because it doesn't have the story mm -hmm. or it doesn't have the characters to to uh, depend. The on. only way what it could are they have even gonna do for the like four movies? What's gonna be the plots? The humans it's come five back total, right? again and again and again. The only way it could have succeeded, Jackson, is if Avatar Two came out like seven years ago when people still cared. Yeah. <laughs> it's just way too late. <laughs> it's way too late. <laughs> I'll also say, if you guys haven't seen the trailer, it looks so fucking boring. <laughs> like, this looks like it's Avatar 1, but even more boring. What is it I about? Think it looks what do they tease? It's the way of water, so they're just always in water and, like, swim. <gasps> Waterworld. The return of Waterworld. Waterworld was such a good movie. Uh, Waterworld was not a very good movie. It's a fun movie, though. I watched it not that long ago. It it has, it's like, okay. merit, but it's not good. Yeah. But it's, like, bad Mad Max. It is bad Mad Max. It very much is, yeah. No, oh, this trailer does look boring. They really do just it's, swim around. It's so fucking boring what? looking. No, he high-fives a whale. That's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Am I watching the wrong trailer? Was there a new one? I, you May were 10. watching Free Willy, Jackson. <laughs> they just posted it three hours ago. I saw it in theaters because they played it before Doctor Strange, so I knew it was boring before they posted it on YouTube. <laughs> Hipster. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why don't you give us warning then? Why don't you let the world know? Oh yeah, this is a dead fucking movie. The trailer's been out for, uh... 
how many hours Three like four hours. and it and the, none of them even have like a million views or anything like not even close they have nothing holy shit well, the, <laughs> the, no the, one's awake yet are they oh what? wait no i found it i found a, an upload that's the big popular one never mind which one is it because i don't uh, see it screen culture has almost five million. Oh wait no that's nine that's months from ago nine that's months a preview ago. that's not a trailer that's yeah. a preview never mind Everything yeah, that was no. uploaded today has n none of them break hundred thousand views. Yeah. Oh wait, never mind. I'm wrong. No, the so, so Avatar's, yeah. Avatar's official, yeah, Avatar's official tra channel has three hundred thousand views, and IGN seems to be the most with four hundred seventy-five thousand. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's almost as much as we get on like a good episode. So good <laughs> on you, James Cameron. <laughs> yeah, good job, Cameron. You can compete with us now. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Avatar's on Disney Plus now. I might actually rewatch that to figure out what the fuck happened in that movie. I don't even know why you'd waste your time. It's so fucking boring. I, I kind of want to see if the visuals hold up now. It looks like more of the same. <laughs> I also don't kind of... Yeah, I'd, I wouldn't watch it. I don't know why. It just had no impression on me. It's so weird yeah. because it was such a large movie at the time back in like 2009. It's all you could hear about. It's still the highest grossing movie of all time, I think, if you add like no. re-showings. No, not anymore. Oh. Yeah. Oh, maybe, if, maybe if you're counting like other factors, but it's no longer the highest grossing. It's still top five though, I think. Uh, no, Avatar is number one. No, at uh, no 2.8 billion. Avengers is number two at 2.7 billion. I thought Star Wars God, it. fucking crazy. I think I think it's because those lists include like when it goes back into theaters and when it like reshows and all that shit. Yeah, yeah to be fair, maybe. Avatar is also 13 years old versus Endgame, which is three oh, years yeah. old. Endgame overall will probably overtake it and stay on top at some point for sure. Damn, Spider-Man No Way Home at number six. Yeah, isn't that nuts? That movie's huge. Yeah. That's only a year old. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I like the new Spider-Man. He's like my favorite rendition of the character. Um, Tom Holland, I think his name is. Tom Holland's great. Yeah, he fits it pretty well. Yeah. He's like a perfect mix between the last two. Jesus, Fast and Furious 7's number 10. Yeah, why do you think they keep making it? <laughs> yeah, holy shit. <laughs> oh, that's a... I guess this can be our last topic. Did you guys see Vin Diesel is so hard to work with that uh, the director quit because he fucking hates Vin Diesel now? <laughs> no, I really? didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought Vin Diesel was a cool person. Well, what, no, is he, like an he asshole? Is, he, no, he's... So according to the director, he just never learned his lines and he showed up out of shape was one of his main complaints too, which is kind of a weird one. Well, no, if you, if your entire fat. fucking job is that you're meant to be like, yeah, that's you're not an action a weird movie one, star. No, if other yeah. it's very fair. But the, Wait, to, you get paid millions of dollars. Put it in. To put be in fair, effort. in those movies, I don't know. He mostly just drives cars like, and just stands around looking no, tough. He, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it stands yeah, around looking okay, tough. But, that's important. Yeah. I guess if he's yeah, really like chubby, he's not going to work. Yeah. You should have come in a car with like a beer belly. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's bags spill out of the fucking passenger seat. He can't deliver his lines without fucking taking Uber a Uber shows breath. up in the middle of the film, brings him some wings. You should just take an example, a page out of uh, Sylvester Stallone's book and shoot up a bunch of human growth hormone for the rest of his life. Oh god. Yeah. But his face is like melting off, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like handsome Squidward. He died in a fire <laughs> or something. He looks really, really bad. 
Oh That's, yeah, he does. This, this is why I respect The Rock so much. He puts in so much effort. I, I, he's not a great actor or anything, but he puts in effort of you know staying at the prime of his of his career. Basically, he keeps he keeps that putting blows, in the effort. That blows my fucking mind. So The Rock, you've obviously seen how good he looks. He's fifty years old. Yeah, I know. And yet you want to know he looks like he's one? like mid thirties. The craziest one to me is Jared Leto. Jared Leto's fifty. Oh my god, and he looks really? like his late twenties. He literally looks late twenties. Holy I shit! Feel, but yeah, that's that's cult shit. Well, he like bays in the blood of virgins or something. <laughs> well, they hate, also know, always man, put him, him in these cringe roles that make him look like an edgy sixteen-year-old. Yeah, but he like actually does just look like he's in his late twenties. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. I'll give him that. Oh man, words can't describe how much I hate him though. Yeah, but he's beautiful, Jackson. But then He's a doing, very handsome man. We've talked about this so much where beautiful people just get the benefit of the doubt. Why does, why does he get to be beautiful? Oh, apparently Vin Diesel was trying to write for the movie. Um, the director says that Vin Diesel would show up, <laughs> he would show up late with script revisions. Oh, man. <laughs> it's all scribbled in crayon and shit. He's he the kind of guy who show up. He'd be like, I need He's... all these lines. They're all mine. I'm gonna say all these. Oh yeah. my god. So, wait, what, what was the drama, Charlie? He had a falling out with the director. Yeah, so, like, uh, it was two weeks ago, he posted a really fucking cringe Instagram post where he was filming the director, and he's like, Hey, this is the director. We've been shooting the new Fast movie. Would you say it's the best movie ever made? And he's like... Yeah, I might say that. It's real good. And he's like, oh! And then two weeks later, the director quit. Fucking weird. It was so weird. I fucking hate this list. This is from Vin Diesel. Side note, you will never believe who corrected the very important role of Mia. My daughter, the alpha angel, who told the director very plainly and honestly, no Mia, no Fast 10. I mean, what? I, w I think I would also quit if this fucking douche came in there and, like, he wanted his five-year-old daughter to boss me around and write the script. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Good off. Lord. It's not your job. So, uh, <laughs> Kaya, Kaya, to go back a bit to our argument about general audiences, if you want a good indicator of how stupid they are, the Lion King remake, the live-action one, is the eighth highest-grossing yeah. movie of all time. I saw that. Yeah. Goddamn. That is like so is frozen too though. I would assume that's like, you know, people dragging their kids to it. That's a well, lot that's, of Well that's and that's children. still no no no, but that's still stupid audiences because those are parents who don't care about the quality of the product. They just go, Oh, I know brand. Let's go see brand. Oh yeah, it's just the kids well, up yeah, for two hours. But... <laughs> uh, how passionate would you feel about your children's entertainment? Like you know, if I have kids and I sit them down to watch Paw Patrol or whatever, I'm not going to judge it based on my tastes. It's right, whatever. and yeah. and the difference is at, if you sit them down to watch Paw Patrol, you can do whatever the fuck you want while they sit at your TV and watch Netflix. With The Lion King, you got to go, and you have to watch that movie too. You have to sit there. You have to enjoy it. Yeah, that's true. I, I would either delegate that task to my wife or pick a movie I like. All right, kiddo, <laughs> we're watching Mad Max today. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting with Fury Road so you can get a taste. Oh, you bet your ass. I'm gonna raise my oh, yeah. kid right. <laughs> Nothing but violence for my son. 
I, it, I'm kind of turning into who was that director that had like the big spat about uh, Marvel movies? No, Scorsese. Also, the guy who directed Moonfall, Emmerich. Oh well, that's well. Yeah. G- give him credit. He directed one of the greatest movies ever made. I know. I think he has every right to shit on anything <laughs> yeah. he wants after Moonfall. Once he make... is my favorite director. <laughs> Once you make Moonfall, you can only go down. Like you've peaked. Yeah, that movie is a fucking movement. <laughs> so you resonate yeah. with him now, uh, Jackson? Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just tired of I I'm really tired of just Marvel movies being or Disney movies being all, always at the top of these lists and such. I get why they are, obviously, because they're easily digestible and they look good and they're good at what they do. But I'm just tired, because I feel like it's the same thing every time. Jackson, what do you mean? You don't like a giant conglomerate making a literal yearly schedule of movies just on a production line rather than because they have an idea? Yeah. Come on. How could you not like that? I'd be it's fine fun. with that if it wasn't the only thing succeeding so much. Like, mm-hmm. if... If, the, if there was still room for, like, you know, the good movies, the movies that try new things, then I'd be fine with it. But it does feel you, like there isn't any more. To give James Cameron some credit, I'm looking at this top 50 grossing movies of all time. The only two that I can see... The, okay, so there's three that I can see that are not part of a giant, like, franchise or a remake of an existing property. Those are Avatar, Titanic, and Zootopia. Everything. I got a phone call one sec. And then I guess Pixar is a little different if you're counting like, oh, Finding Dory. But even then, no, wait, that's a sequel. Yeah, never mind. Zootopia. Yeah, Zootopia was good, but it's still, isn't that Disney? It is Disney. And I I understand if you kind of want to leverage against it, like, oh, it's Disney machine movie. But those are the only three. Everything else here is either part of a giant franchise or a a remake of an old one. Charlie. (laughs) Charlie. Oh no. <laughs> you went muted. You leaked your whole phone call. Now he's gone. Okay. He's left. <laughs> now he's <laughs> muted. <laughs> he forgot about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what were you oh, saying, sorry? I, I completely zoned All right, I'm back. Uh, you, 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 you never, never left, left, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, un- you heard all about yeah. yeah, you unmuted. Ah, uh, I muted in the recording, so that was a little Patreon <laughs> bonus. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so yeah, I'm l- looking over the list. All I can see is Avatar, Titanic, and Zootopia as movies that aren't either remakes or part of, like, franchises and sequels. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's just what people want. They just want more of what they like. Are you guys looking forward to any movies? No... Not really. Not I mean, I guess they're making a new of. Mad Max. That's There's about one it. movie it's that I'm really head. looking forward to. Um, it's you guys remember that movie Annihilation with Natalie Portman? Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah, yeah, really, really, really good. Haven't Alex seen it, Garland but I know is it. a really yeah. good director. It's very, it's a very interesting movie. He's doing another uh, movie that's coming out soonish called Men, and it looks like an interesting like horror movie. So I'm kind of interested in that. Because he he's very he's a very interesting director, but that's what I'm looking forward to anyway. That's kind of like where my mind's at. I just kind of got to look for those kinds of movies that seem creatively driven, as like it, it feels to like so weird to be like ever since a new season of Better Call Saul started. It's been the first time in like probably a decade where I actually am starting to look forward to something coming out each week, like on Mondays. Uh, it feels weird. I haven't felt this way in ages. 
Like, oh, it's Better Call Saul Day. Hell yeah. To give you some credit, Kaya. To give you that credit, Kaya, that show's fucking incredible. Yeah, I'm almost caught up. It's so good. It's not as good as Breaking Bad. I'm just going to say it, but I do really like it. What season are you on? Season 5, episode 7. Does that mean it's been running longer than Breaking Bad? Because Breaking Breaking Bad Bad was in five seasons, right? Yeah, I think it was five. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this will be a little bit longer. This is the final season of Saul, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah. Saying they only do five yeah, seasons. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Breaking Bad is slightly better than Saul, but Saul is still just a very good show. Agreed. Yeah. Is El Camino worth watching? No. Okay. God, Jesus Christ. I would say no. yeah. I, I actually rewatched no. that too the other day. It's it's okay. It's not as bad as I thought it was. Not a whole lot happens, though. It's not like... You're not gonna hate it. It's just not... Okay. It's it's hard to hate it. It's, it's just so mandatory. fucking worthless. It's like an after... It's like the... In a it Marvel movie where you get, like, an yeah. after-credit scene. That's basically what yeah. you get for a whole movie. But I get that for a whole two hours? That sounds amazing. Yeah, but it's also... So here's what I don't like. You know those scenes where they're trying to make you feel really bad for a character and it's almost gut-wrenchingly sad? Like the whole story arc with the Reek in Game of Thrones. Where it's just this guy getting fucking tortured for episodes at a time. (laughs) And I'm like, this is like... I don't want to watch this. This is sad. It's like watching a puppy getting kicked. And that's El Camino for two hours. You watch flashbacks of Jesse getting tortured and it's fucking infuriating and sad. Holy fuck. Holy fuck, you just reminded me. Did anyone see the new Game of Thrones trailer that just came out this last week? The net next series, no. House of Dragons? No, I forgot about Mm-mm. it. <laughs> oh, man. I, it actually looks good. So I'm kind of interested in that. I, I'm interested in seeing how they fuck it up anyway. <laughs> Do you think we'll get petitions again to change the show? Uh, I think there already are petitions to change it. <laughs> it's just based on the trailer, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> so we'll see. I think they've changed like a character, like an important character. I don't know. I haven't really been keeping up. I'm going in fresh. Um, okay. All right. Anyone got anything else that they want to talk about? Or are we? do you guys want to wrap? Um, I think we're good. Up to you. If you want to rant and rave about your love, Boogie. Other no, than that, no. I can't really oh, think of anything funny right now. Yeah. Alrighty. That's the end of this episode of the official podcast. Big welcome back to Charlie. I uh, hope you enjoyed your extended vacation. It was a fun trip. I, I enjoyed it and it's good to be back. Alrighty. Um, thanks to our patrons for supporting us. You can head on over to patreon.com slash the official podcast to subscribe for bonus episodes, early episodes, and... Kyra and I are on episode 7 of Halo at the moment. That should be coming out this week. And mm-hmm. the only good thing we can say about it is that there's only two more episodes left. So that's good. Yep. We're coming near, We're coming up to the end, which is nice. Yeah. Have you Have you kept up, Charlie? I am three episodes behind. Oh, man. What happened? Yeah. They didn't have uh, Halo in Texas? Coward. I, I just... I just kept forgetting, and now I'm so behind. It's daunting, but I will, I will catch up. I will it's... watch it. Charlie is so bad. Did you see three episodes behind? So was the last episode? Episode four. Was that the one with the big action four. scene at the end? No, there hasn't been an action scene since episode okay, so one that's for episode me. Five. So. <laughs> it is. It, it's Which funny, Charlie. Was it? Episode four was the one where I think Quan Lee goes on that motorcycle chase at the end. Yeah, they get on the chase at the very end after she gets her aunt killed. I saw a clip. Oh, I want you guys one. to 
verify this for me. Is there a scene where Master Chief tortures a woman by locking her <laughs> in a room that's yes. going to yeah. fill with poison? <laughs> <He> becomes, <laughs> he becomes like so... a serial killer. It's so goofy. <laughs> I know. I saw that one clip, and that was all I needed to know about this he show. Literally, he literally, like, Cortana's begging him to open the door, and he literally says, <laughs> make me. It's so fucking... Oh. Yeah. It felt and like a totally like... different fucking universe. It was insane. The idea is that he, like, he's trying to kill the woman because he's really mad at her <laughs> for kidnapping him as a child but every time they show it it's like this is too funny like i cannot take it seriously they he does like the slow motion jump up in the air and cocks his fist so he can punch <laughs> a woman that weighs like 10 percent of what he does yeah and then he, he said gets the fucking entire episode try to kill her he's like running every time they, they were in the same scene he was just like it was some kind of evil scheme to kill her it was so funny he's like staring her down like a fucking incel planning a school shooting the next day it, it was weird and they still don't decommission him he's still armed and walking around with for some reason with access to every fucking panel everywhere yeah. always yeah he's like some omnipotent like <laughs> grim reaper for this woman she <laughs> but so a really one's... incompetent one yeah, there's one scene towards the end of the episode where she's she's getting like a she's in like a HR meeting or something in this private room. She's just sitting at the table with like a HR representative, probably complaining about Master Chief. And then, no joke, <laughs> like the sentence ends between him and her, and he gets up. The HR represent representative gets up and leaves the room, and then Master Chief walks in and does the rest of the meeting with her, and he's just like intimidating her the entire time. It's so good, fucking. God. It's so bad, but it's so good. Alrighty. Anyway, uh, yeah, patreon.com slash the official podcast for those episodes. We've also got, I think it's stories at official.men if you want to send in a request to come on the show and share your story. We'd like, like, professionals and not just, like, I masturbated six times in a day, let me on the show to talk about how I masturbated six <laughs> times in a day. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> just... Just keep it, uh, like, if, you've, if you're actually, like, a professional in a field or something, you've got interesting stories that you think we'd like to hear, please reach out. We'd love to hear it. Uh, on um, that note, also warning, you should probably not use your professional email while emailing us. Um, that shit is monitored. You yeah, know. be careful with that. Pro tip. Also, how come so many of our listeners are in cults? What's, what's up yeah. with you people? Yeah, we had so many. We had, like, I want to say, like, 20 different emails about how these people are in cults. Like actual legitimate cults. I, yeah. How are you even listening to the podcast? Cults are pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty common too. I they bet. are cool. Yeah, I didn't realize they were that cool. I would love though. to hear the stories. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, uh, th th that's definitely something. We might, Kai and I were talking, we might do a cult themed episode where we bring on a couple people that are in cults and, and they have to fight it. over which one's right. Yeah, they have to. They have to try to convert each other in front of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll be interesting. All right, uh, yeah, radios on iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.